0: Ha! Ron Burgundy
3: Podcast! Ha! Hey, Mama! I am so excited for today's guest. Uh, What an extraordinary get for the podcast, for the Ron Burgundy Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to our studio today, in studio, Major League Ball player Alex Rodriguez. You know him as A-Rod. He played 22 seasons in the Major League Baseball for teams such as the Seattle Mariners, the Texas Rangers, and maybe you've heard of this team before, Carolina, the New York Yankees.
4: (laughs) Of course, yeah.
3: Yeah. And when I asked him, he was... So excited to be on our podcast. It was beautiful. It was kind of a beautiful thing. He was he was laughing out of disbelief. You know, just like a, a, a young child. And I, I think he was in he was in some sort of dream state. And I, I told him, No, I'm not kidding. I want you. But he was just so ecstatic. I mean, wow. he wasn't calming down. No, That Sounds
4: manic. I mean, you could you could have gone through a talent booker to book him. Nope,
3: nope. Sure. I ran into him at a Gelson's, and we spoke in person. We spoken. We speak.
4: Oh, okay. I didn't we speak. know that. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah we speak. A Rod and I a few times a week.
4: Wow. I didn't um, know he had time. Yeah,
3: yeah. know. he's uh, he, well. He has more time now that he's not in the big leagues okay. right now. He's retired. He's he's more of a commentator. So we speak. Yeah, we speak a couple times a week, and uh, he actually. He actually comes to me for advice sometimes, but...
4: You, he comes to you for yes, advice?
3: Yes, but I won't give it.
4: Oh, yeah. what, But so he's your friend, but you, right. you won't give him advice.
3: No, no, I'm too scared to. I'm too scared. I mean, it's A-Rod. What if my advice is wrong? Listen to me, Carolina. Even when your friends desperately need your guidance, when they're banging down your door at dawn, needing someone to talk to, don't give it to them. Don't give him advice. It's a setup.
4: I don't know about that. I mean, I... Oh, it is. What if they just want to get another opinion from someone who's close to them? Nope,
3: nope, nope, nope. They're tricking you. They're trying to trick you. They are just setting you up for you to tell them things like, you know, like, Yes, Roger, I think you should invest your savings in a button factory. Because you're right. Nobody makes cool buttons anymore. And yes, they're in so many pieces of clothing. And then flash forward to three years later, you know,
4: No, I don't.
3: now you find Roger in a tunnel under the 405 and he just walks around with a cardboard sign that says, fuck you,
4: Roger." Oh my God.
3: You ruined my life. I mean, the button industry is fickle, Carolina. It is fickle. Sometimes it doesn't pay out, but if you strike while the iron is hot, you might buy yourself a farm. That's, I, That's the allure of the of the button industry. It
4: doesn't seem that glamorous or dramatic. It's not glamorous.
3: It's hard work. The button game, they chew you up and spit you out.
4: Wow. That's How a, many
3: button startups have you heard in the last couple of years?
4: Oh, zero. B- hundreds. Right? No. Hundreds.
3: Okay. That's why when I watch CNN and NBC, uh-huh. I'm always looking for the new button the factory terror. stocks. Yeah. And they're... There's always a new one every day. Anyway, are we all set up for Arod? He um, should be here soon. <laughs> I can't believe it, A Does my suit look okay?
4: Oh my god, yeah, you look great. I'm excited too.
3: Thank you. Thank you. And do you look good?
4: Um yeah, I think I look fine.
3: Okay. Are you sure?
4: Yes. I'm sure.
3: Do you want to go check? There's a bathroom down the hall and it has a mirror in it.
4: Uh no, I'm I'm fine, Ron.
3: Carolina, do you know who A-Rod is? Have you seen a picture of him? He's not your average sloppy Joe. This man's got glass.
4: I know what he looks like. I still think I look fine. And
3: you've seen his girlfriend, Jennifer Lopez? You've watched The Wedding Planner?
4: Yes, she's very beautiful. I'm sure he's seen women who aren't as pretty as Jennifer Lopez. He won't freak out if I just look fine.
3: Mm, He might. He might, and then I'll freak out.
4: Okay, if it means so much, I'll just... Don't put my hair up one second.
3: Thank you, I appreciate that. I just that.
4: need to pull it back.
3: Oh my God! What is that on your forehead?
4: Th- This—it's. Oh my God! This is my birthmark. I was—it's just a small birth. I was. I was Ugh. born with it. I—I I like it. I think it's. It oh, gives I'm getting sick to my stomach. Okay, that's Ugh. you know.
3: No, I like it too. I can, don't. Can I just see you again with your hair over it? Okay, Ron. Should I we have don't. someone in the crew? Can anyone run down to save on drugs and? Pick up some rouge for Carolina's cheeks. I don't... Maybe a hairbrush.
4: You know what? You're being incredibly insulting.
3: Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
4: What? What is it? Oh, my God. Run?
3: Okay. To our listeners out there, I do not want to alarm you, but there is a bee in the studio today, oh. and I'm not trying to cry wolf. If you are listening with your children, please take your remote and turn the machine I'm speaking from off now.
4: Run. It's just a a B.
3: Find the machine where my voice is coming from. Run. And turn it off. Tell the crew to go home. They should be with their families. Run.
4: Just open that window. It's right behind you. We have to
3: move really very slowly. (gasps)
4: Oh, my God. It's on your arm. It's on your arm. Don't move. It's on your arm. Carolina! Carolina Bartle, you get this fucking
2: thing
3: off me this instant! I'm not kidding,
4: Carolina! Run. Breathe. I need you to breathe. (laughs) not moving.
3: Are you packing?
4: Packing what?
3: I mean, do you have a pistol on you? Take out your revolver.
4: No, a gun? I don't have a gun. You, yeah. Ryan, you hate guns. I hate bees. Look, just take this magazine. Here you go. Here, take this.
3: I am no mood to read the Vogue profile on Amy Adams. I'm saving it for later. It hit
4: the bee with it. it Hit the bee with it.
3: Carolina, if I don't make it... You're being
4: incredibly dramatic. Will you What?
3: tell A-Rod... What's up, for me. What's up? Yes, just say Ron couldn't make it, but wanted to say what's up. It's it's how athletes talk to each other.
4: You know what, you're going to be okay. Oh my god, wait, sorry, Ron, oh my god. It's on the back of your head. Just don't move, just don't turn.
3: You know what, this year sucked dick. A-Rod is late, my producer isn't packing, and a bee is nursing on my scalp. I'll tell you, if I I wasn't getting my podcast checked today-
4: Ron, we're not. We don't get paid today. What
3: do you mean? What do you mean? Well, we, what, what, what do you mean? We're not. We paid? get
4: just one second. We, yes. We get paid every two weeks on Fridays. Right. So this Friday we're not getting paid, but next Friday we are.
3: We need to cut to commercial. I need to talk to my producers. Can can we get the suits in here? Let's go. Let's go to commercial. All right. Hey, we're back, Ron Burgundy Podcast, and I'm having a hard time over here. I just, I just heard my actual salary, um, and some of my outgoing checks might bounce, oh, yeah. so I've got to call my landlord and the guy I bought those puffer fish from for my aquarium. Is is the bee still on me?
4: Yeah, sorry, it's still, just, it's, um, I think... Frog. Boing,
3: boing, boing, that's the sound yep. of my checks bouncing. Maybe they'll offer us more once we get this A Rod interview in the bag, right?
4: Maybe. Where is he? Um, you know what? I think he's he must be running late. I just texted his publicist to see if, okay. if they have an ETA.
3: Okay. Well let's um in that case let's let's run over my questions for him. Okay. I'm let gonna, me, let's run over those. Let Can me pull you them up. Grab okay. those.
4: Um the first one just says Hey Rod, I need help with rent. Any way you could throw me a bone?
3: That that was a that was an off-air question. Are you
4: having that many money problems? It's,
3: it's the other pile of note cards. Okay. Those questions. Yes, okay. that's for on-air. Okay,
4: so you have off-off-air off air questions, questions and on-air questions. Yeah. Okay. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, this is the on the on-air. Air. Yeah. Um. Hey, hey. No, and
3: I'm I'm not ignoring you. I'm not having money. I'm not having abnormal money problems. I mean, everyone has money problems.
4: Sure. Yes, yeah. and no. People, you yeah. know, a lot of people make sure they put some away in their savings for you know a rainy day. I'm average. Okay. I
3: so. carry eight eight to ten credit cards. I rotate wow. them constantly. Oh, Ron, that's so terrible. For your I'd say credit. I'm right in the middle
4: Ooh, there. Oh, No, we can. Well, how this. many
3: do you have?
4: I have one credit card. I pay the bills like a debit card. How do you do it? You know, I just remember the date every month. But that's
3: no fun. You don't get to rotate them and show them off.
4: Oh, I I don't think of I need to show off my
3: Mastercard, one. Visa, American Express, regular, platinum. Regular? Diners Club.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: American Airlines. Wow. Uh purple platinum.
4: I'm not familiar.
3: Southwest Airlines. You should... Visa. Rose colored. Okay. So, those are just some of them. Okay, so what? my next question. My next on air question. Okay. Don't read the off air questions. Off air
4: questions are private, I just understand. A Rod and I. Um, on the air questions. Yes. Hey A Rod, what's it like to play baseball in front of a bunch of people? Really? This is that was your question? I thought that'd
3: be a good place to start.
4: You don't have to start every question with saying A Rod. Um Okay, well this one's all right, I guess. I just think in the future I think we should go with more hard hitting questions.
3: Oh, you mean like this? Now, for our listeners, I did not hit Carolina, okay? I tried to swat the B. Did you get it? No, I did not.
4: Okay. Well, um, while we still have time, let's go on to the next on-air question.
5: Okay.
4: Um, hey, A-Rod, when the bat hits the ball and it goes crack, you must really love that.
3: I cannot wait to hear his answer to that one.
4: I bet he'll just say yes.
3: Oh, I don't know. That could be an interesting answer. I mean, we could dive deep into that one. We actually should leave 10 minutes for that question so we don't go over. Um, yes. I mean, what is that like? You know, the crack of the bat. Yeah. And the ball goes flying.
4: Mm-hmm. Whew. Okay, I'll mark it as an important Most one. I
3: really love it. Oh, my God. Please keep going. Oh, fucking <laughs> shit. Shit.
4: Fuck. Fuck.
3: Oh, sorry. The bee just flew right... By my face, look,
4: the door is open, it'll fly out on its own soon.
3: No, not this guy. No, 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 no. I've imprinted on him, he knows only one of us is leaving the room.
4: I don't think bees are that intelligent. Or,
3: next on air okay. question,
4: okay. Um, hey, A Rod, does JLo have a sister or a mom I could meet?
3: You know what, that can be moved to the off air questions, okay? Yeah, I mean, put I that in the off air stack.
4: I don't think you should say sister or mom, you know, it makes you sound it, sounds, it seems inappropriate. Okay. Uh, Next on-air question mm-hmm. is, hey, A-Rod, do you get tired from running so fast during games?
3: And that is where we get him. Mm. That's where we get the scoop.
4: These just sound like very generic questions. I just...
3: Do you see the pattern I've done? I've done some just easy what are called softball questions. Mm-hmm. Then get him in a great mood, and then I hit him where it counts.
4: I just... Of course he probably gets tired from running so fast during baseball games. Athletes are probably always tired after a game.
3: Well, see, that would be fascinating to hear out of his mouth, not so much out of yours, but from from A-Rod, my man.
4: All right, I guess we can explore that and see if there's a...
3: Look, I'm going to be honest. I wrote these last night right as I was falling asleep, and I was in what I call the in-between
4: world. The in-between world?
3: Yes, when when you're in between being awake and falling asleep and all the dream thoughts start coming in. You know? I'm... You know what? I, I don't need to explain myself to you. It's called the in-between world, okay? And it comforts me. Okay, yeah.
4: Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's... Oh, my God. Look, I think A-Rod's pulling up from our parking spot. Are you serious? I'm going to text. Oh,
3: I'm so... I'm so... <coughs>
4: Are you okay? <laughs> oh my god! He, I think he's coming. Oh, someone's getting out of the car. <clears throat> Are you all right.
3: I swallowed it. <laughs> I swallowed that thing—the bee.
4: Oh no, you didn't! It's right there on the chair, right next to you. Oh,
3: well then I swallowed another bee.
4: Maybe you just <clears throat> swallowed your own spit or something. Oh, wait! Look outside. Wait—is that—is
3: that is a that rod right there?
4: I don't. Is I it? I don't think so. I think I honestly. Think in the
3: in the captain's hat?
4: I think that might be our PA. Oh, shit,
3: in a corn dog. It's Leonard.
4: For our listeners, um, that is not A-Rod. It's actually our, our very um, sweet PA, Leonard, who is bringing us lunch.
3: I hate Leonard.
4: Ron, don't, he's he's going to listen to this later today. You shouldn't.
3: Well, I don't like him. I hate his grubby, sweaty little fingers, and his, his glasses are always fogged up. What is with that, you know?
4: I think he just breathes heavy and fast.
3: A-Rod is not coming, is he?
4: Well, okay. To be honest, his publicist just texted me and said he wasn't booked. So I don't know if you guys, if there was a misunderstanding or, but he doesn't even know about our podcast. Well, that's
3: certainly not true. I mean, I, I actually met up with him. As I was saying, I met him at a Gilson's and we purchased a few few items together and then we we drove on a tandem bicycle uh, down to the park Mm -hmm. where we ordered smoothies by the lake and we were sitting there and we were sitting with all the presidents of the United States some were deceased, some were living we're having a wonderful conversation run,
4: run
3: then the smoothies turn to cherry wine Mm. and it turns into a A a Bacchanal celebration with the presidents and just telling wonderful stories and letting the wine feed our expression. And next thing you know, people were taking their clothes off and it got wild. I think that they're... And there were paparazzi and Alexander the Great. Oh. Oh, I see now. I was in the in-between place.
4: So you, I think um, what happened was you you booked a rod in your head right before falling asleep.
3: Yes. Yes. You have to understand the in-between place can feel very real. I do.
4: I can, um, yeah, sometimes you can be in sort of a fugue state. You know
3: what, though? Maybe he, he will still show up. Is there a chance of that? I don't think so. Let's give him five more minutes.
4: Luckily, we have recorded this week a cooking segment with John and Vinny, successful restaurateurs. Please stick with us while we learn how to make a tomato sauce.
2: The cat
3: we have uh with us now two fabulous chefs uh John and Vinny John and Vinny welcome to the show guys thank you so much for joining us thanks,
6: thanks. for having us Ron
3: you know what I, I just know you guys as John and Vinny jo- John what's your last name uh shook shook and Vinny Dotolo Dotolo so you're yeah. not brothers
7: no no, <laughs> no. we are
3: cuz i kept referring to you guys as the Dotolo brothers Dottolo but that's but
6: Vinny, you probably have a brother. Do you have siblings? That's actually John that you're talking to.
3: Oh, n- but no. Because see, look, <laughs> you've done this to me before. And because um, I have a doppelganger as well. Mm-hmm. In fact, my neighbor, Ted, I looks know. very similar to me. It's I'm having an you. issue with my neighbor, What's Ted. going on? We, uh, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to waste your time. Um, he's just, he's being a jerk. what I- do he do? He just, he's called the police on me like 18 times. About what? Parties, things like that.
4: you spell in his lawn with fire? Shitface? Yeah. (laughs) That was intense. That would scare anybody. I had to
7: send a message. It was a shot across the bow. I want to do that to my neighbor sometimes. I wouldn't recommend it. When they call about my music. What sort of music is it? Uh, believe it or not, it'll be like Miles Davis. They'll call me. Oh, and they get they yeah. get hyped up over Miles
3: Davis. Yes,
7: yes. It's Saturdays.
3: Saturdays in his neighborhood. Yeah, that seems a little.
4: They say someone's too hip next door. Yeah, tomorrow. a little testy. <laughs> a little testy. Too much. I
3: understand getting irate over Charlie Parker, but not Miles Davis. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, that makes
3: sense. Guys, let me start by asking you: Where in Italy are you from?
6: We're actually not from Italy.
3: Oh, I'm actually from Rome. John doesn't know this. I'm not out. even Italian. What what what's your uh, ethnic makeup? What's uh, your background?
6: I mean, I am a mutt, basically, kind of. Right. But uh, uh, I guess many many ancestors ago, Russian. I, I've been talking about doing that kind of DNA test. You ever done that?
3: Oh, where you swab the inside of your butt cheeks? Yep.
4: I think it's mouth. Where you?
3: Do you know what? It's your. Ma- I've I've done the DNA test a handful of times, and I've swabbed the inside of my butt cheeks, <laughs> and then and then I get no yeah, readout. It's bad it just read. comes back. Fecal matter. <laughs> yeah, but so you guys grew up here in the state. You're you're American. Yeah, we're both from yeah. Florida. Okay, Carolina. Wild she times. loves Florida. I yeah.
4: love Florida. Oh, the lots. state of high cuisine.
3: She goes to Disney World at what?
4: least once a month. Once a
3: month. I mean, She's it is the happiest place past. on earth. It's the right? happiest place on earth.
4: It gets me like a little bit of relief. I go alone. I don't want anyone bring me down.
6: What's
3: your favorite ride?
4: Uh, it's a small world, probably, because I think it's true. it is a small world.
3: It is, yep. It is a small world. You ever world. been, Ron? I uh, refuse to go on It's a Small World because <laughs> I find those little people <laughs> creepy.
4: Ron screamed at them the whole time we went through that ride.
3: I'm just a teacup guy.
7: <laughs> teacups are good. Again and again and again. The teacups are good. You don't because get I, dizzy? Don't,
3: I don't get dizzy, no, because I know, I know how to spot like a ballerina. You just pick a... <laughs> on the wall. I get
6: on one of those with my kids. I'm like, quit spinning it. I'm holding on for dear life.
3: Yeah, if you, uh, you have to build up the stamina. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. The, so, fish,
7: the fish and chips at the Epcot Center. Worth and, having? Yeah, they're good. Okay. They're
4: good. Right. They're good. Right.
7: Ben's trying to get a free ride down
6: there.
4: Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it.
7: Wasn't it uh, the food critic who just
3: passed away?
6: Jonathan
4: Gold? Jonathan
3: Gold said that uh, some amusement park had the best corn dogs. Was it Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland?
6: It wasn't Disney. I've never had a corn dog. Oh, at
3: someone Disney. was saying he praised the corn dogs there. Hmm. But I'll eat let's go. As far as I'm concerned, bad corn dog is an oxymoron. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it
7: doesn't exist.
3: <laughs> what about when Even the
4: dough's really soft?
3: Nope. I'll still eat it.
4: And the hot dogs been cooked way too long.
3: I'll i I'll double up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, you you met in Florida yeah. somehow. You we both met in culinary you school. both were with chefs. Oh, in culinary school. Yeah. And culinary school is, a uh, school
6: where you study food.
3: Okay, okay, good, good. That's Why what I thought you it, was. Think it was. No, I just I, I'm t- I'm too afraid to admit. I thought it was uh, shoe cobbler's. I thought if you want to be a cobbler, I thought you went to culinary school. <laughs> but now I know it's cooking school.
6: Are you making fun of our height?
3: So you mean no, 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 not <laughs> at all. I... No, I'm not. Why? You think I'm referring to you as like the Keebler elves or something? (laughs) (laughs)
7: Little cobblers. No, 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 not at
3: all. You're not little cobblers. Even though that would be, be, be a neat nickname for your next restaurant. Ooh, the, uh, the Little Cobbler. The Little Cobbler's the, Bakery. The Little Cobbler's Bakery. And you serve nothing but cobbler.
4: But you have to hire real elves to run it. <laughs> that,
3: yes. would go, that would go over really and well. And
6: only, only
4: open on Christmas.
3: Oh, I it's love a it. One, movement, day a year. Yeah. One day a
4: year. One day year. a year. But you have to pay for the property year-round. But it's worth it, and we don't know how. Christmas, I, th- I
3: mean, people would flock to it.
6: It's pretty much like honey-baked ham, right? Yes. It's like, uh, yes. you go there once a year. Yeah.
3: I used to think that honey-baked ham was the honey bank. I thought it was a bank, <laughs> but it's honey-baked ham. Yeah. I was always misreading that. <laughs> anyway, delightful little antidotes here. So you guys teamed up, and how many restaurants do you have now?
6: So we uh, we chef at four places, and then we uh, partner with a handful of other chefs here in LA, and together we have nine restaurants. And
3: what type of food?
6: Everything from Italian, Middle Eastern, French, wild game. Um, not really. It's hard to get wild game actually out here in the West Coast.
3: Have you ever cooked a camel? No. No. Oh. I'd like to. It'd be a challenge, right? For big sure. Big
6: time.
7: It's a big animal.
6: Which hump would you take?
7: <laughs> front hump, back.
6: Front, up. front hump.
3: <laughs> It's probably more tender, tender tender meat, right? The back muscle works exactly. That's what I think. Yeah, that'd be a good challenge, huh? It would be a good challenge. Um, The policy: no shoes, no shirt, no problem. (laughs) Is that is that what you guys live by? Only in Florida. Only in Florida. In but key. here, in here keys. it's strict health code violation. I, I, what's, don't, what's
6: I don't recall the ever seeing that sign. Have, but... you,
3: have you guys ever gotten a B or a C in no. your no. restaurants?
6: No. We Come take it, on, be honest.
3: We take it very seriously. No. You'd take no. it down, though, if you wouldn't put up a fake one.
4: <laughs> or you put up a plant in front uh, of the, the uh, D. Uh, yes,
6: yeah. yes. I mean, anything below a B is really dangerous to eat at. I would just let you know.
3: what What is the lowest grade that they let you still operate? C. A C. Uh, so you're not going to see a restaurant with a D rating. No, no you're close. Well, you're close.
1: Yeah,
4: you're going to see a man in orange in prison because <laughs> he'll be arrested.
3: He, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you're going to take us through one of your recipes yeah, today. We, I understand.
6: Yeah, we. Figured what were we, you thinking? Uh, that we would talk about just making a basic red sauce.
3: Wait, what's a? Hold on, I'm jumping around here because I'm excited to
7: talk to shit. What's a ragu? usually consists of a slow cooked meat but it tends typically to be, i
6: mean now it's usually used and basically it's like a uh,
7: could be a mixture of things it could be like a mixture of ingredients like mushroom and asparagus ragu people would say we worked we worked at a restaurant in Florida where they used to call these you know ragu or they'd call it a hash but it wasn't really it's, a hash. so it's false, false advertising a little bit okay so now pomodoro sauce
3: is a red sauce it is so red right. sauce and you guys probably make a lot of it a lot, a lot of it uh are there be honest with me are there nights where you guys just pour a bunch of cans of chef RD into the vat <laughs> and, and say let it ride
7: <laughs> There's days where I'd like to. But you don't. <laughs> but I don't.
3: See, you're a better man than I would, because mm-hmm. I would get lazy. i go,
7: they can't tell the difference. They can't tell the difference.
3: So a Pomodoro, Yep. describe to me, take us through the process.
6: It's a basic red sauce, basically. The way that we make ours is we take a cold pan with a cold olive oil, mm-hmm. sliced garlic, and crushed chili. We bring it up, and then-
3: we, A cold pan?
6: A cold pan, yeah, because we're trying to- Why? Use the- uh, so you keep the pan the in the... So basically we take the pan out of the... the... refrigerator. The refrigerator. Well, okay. maybe not the <laughs> okay. refrigerator, but... But it's... Know, room it's temperature.
3: Room Okay, got it.
6: Out of your cabinet yeah. or wherever you're storing it. <clears throat> we put it on the stove. We put... I store
3: my pans in my the boot of my car, okay. my trunk.
6: They might be hot if it's hot out there. Prob- yeah, I need
3: say. to not store them there. Yeah. I just never know if I need to cook on the road or if I'm at a house and they don't have a saucepan.
4: Why would you need to cook on the road?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Just got to be prepared. What's your favorite pot... Uh, I like a, um, well, I like a skillet. Oh. Uh-huh. I have iron skillets. Yeah. That's why I get terrible gas mileage, because they weight down the trunk of my car. <laughs> um, and I like a, um, what's the big soup pot, like, for, for gumbo? Stock pot. Stock pot. pot. Gumbo pot.
7: Yeah. What are you making in the stock pot?
3: Um, broths.
4: And, um.
7: Bone broth is really taken off in uh, San Diego. Yeah, bone, bone broth. <laughs>
3: I'll find old bones over by the by the train tracks. Little
4: vermin bones. Yeah,
3: vermin bones, and yeah. I'll boil that down. Mm-hmm. It's, it makes a pretty t- hearty broth. Yeah. <laughs> a little sweet. A little bit sweet at times. Yep, yep, no. Yeah. So back to Pomodoro.
4: A little, garlic is, a little pom- garlic. is
3: Pomodoro a region in Italy? Is that where it comes from? I'm going to check on my blackberry here.
4: It, it does. means tomato. Tomato. Okay.
6: okay. Tomato. Okay, so garlic. I told you we weren't from Italy, so. A garlic,
3: do you use a rabbit's foot at any point? Uh, For good
6: luck. Only in my pocket. Okay. All
3: right. So. Which
6: is very common, you know, a lot of chefs. A lot of sh- Do you carry a rabbit foot in your pocket? I
3: don't, but is that, that's not a myth. That That's a true thing. Not a myth. True thing. And that's just so you, you have a lucky night with your cooking every night. Yeah, I mean, cooking super
6: opinionated, so, you right. know, depending on a person's opinion, they might- like or hate your stuff no matter what you're doing so the rabbit foot is a trick excellent mm. i also i love rabbit have you ever eaten rabbit
3: i have eaten a whole rabbit yes it's delicious right? delicious yeah. right down to the eyeballs oh. and, yeah, okay. i never, never had intestines. any i
6: never had any rabbit intestines. i like the sweet
3: but... meats i like the rabbit brain the liver the kidney and old the gallbladder yeah. yeah i go
7: old school go old school man
6: so then <clears throat> the oil kind of comes up from the cold pan, which kind of really? infuses the
3: garlic. Can we cook it right now here in our kitchen? Yeah,
4: of
6: course. Sure, okay. sure. Yeah. So okay. l- let me start with slicing yeah. some garlic here. Please. Hold on, let me,
3: and if, let me get set up. Bag of, yeah. John's
7: got a bag of garlic over here. I, I mean, love that is, we brought oh. some garlic.
6: I mean, Ron, you bought enough garlic for- For I don't an know. army. So we're just going to slice
3: it up. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Slicing up the garlic. What
4: you're hearing right now is, is the,
3: slicing the slicing of, garlic. of
4: the garlic.
6: Thank you.
3: And you're you're slicing the garlic way for thin. I've noticed.
6: Uh, yeah, it should be relatively thin, not too thin, because you don't want it to burn or kind of. But you
3: want it to be translucent in the pan.
6: Once starts opaque. To, yes,
3: as you start to cook.
6: I, I, do you cook a lot of Italian, Ron?
3: I I just know I just like saying that word opaque. Yeah. I use it. Yeah. Probably a, ten times a day.
6: It's Frequently. A, it's a great explanation and yes. understanding how to cook. Yeah. That's why I asked. Okay.
3: So then could right. I ask a question? Yes. What's your favorite kind of
6: canned tomatoes do you use?
3: I use uh usually use uh Anderson's.
6: Anderson's I've never seen
7: <laughs> never seen
3: Anderson's. Uh, <laughs> really? Is that local. Local that's a local San Diego brand? It's a local San Diego brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Anderson's local San Diego. Why brand. what do you guys
7: use? Uh We use Chris Bianco's tomatoes. Bianco Di Napoli. Yo, still? Still, still after the scandal, yeah. <laughs> you still are going to go with them.
3: The interesting. I, I, I
6: think you got Chris and Mario Batali mixed up. Oh, Chris is the okay. nice, okay. nice guy in Arizona. Oh, 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 Mario. Oh.
3: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I did actually. I got those. Clear two that mixed up. up. We'll clear yep. that
6: one up. Yeah. So Chris is a sweet guy in Arizona. He's growing these up in Northern California. They're delicious. Very. um, <clears throat> Uh, neutral taste i think a lot of canned tomatoes get kind of um
3: so he grows them he has his own canning operation
6: he partnered with a farmer up there uh, and then boom robbed an napoli
3: you guys ship them down to Southern yeah so California. then
6: he ships them down to us we get uh we go through about a pallet of tomatoes uh, a month at mm-hmm. each john and so, wow so it's a lot any of, of those stolen i hope not so okay that's I mean, an instant termination at our uh, facility if you steal stuff Oh big time. Oh. Yeah. So,
3: I believe it. Yeah. Definitely.
6: We did have one guy came the son of a gun one time. We right. haven't we've never caught him.
4: Uh-huh.
6: It was a customer or pretending to be a customer. He never right. even sat down to eat. Right. And he literally stole our toothpick holder off the
3: hostess stand. <laughs> <laughs> I got right. a video
6: of it. I I posted it on my
3: my Instagram and to he, my 4000 4, followers. Ran out the door. That was it. You know what it sounds like
6: he took the toothpicks too though
3: my neighbor Ted
6: it might have been him I'll he's show you got a toothpick
3: holder collection that will make your head spin it's pretty amazing it's I have to beautiful. Hand it to him. It's we gorgeous. have a, we have
6: a reward out actually for it
3: how much a
6: hundred chicken sandwiches
3: <laughs> turn I might Ted be in. turning Should've... Ted in
6: <laughs> I'll have to send you a picture of the holder
3: 100 chicken sandwiches to be redeemed at any time
6: anytime you, time. you want it's not
3: like one of those restaurants in the middle of Texas where you have to eat them all in one sitting.
6: No, it's that son of a gun. And right. you can just
3: so you just have a coupon book.
6: You basically it's like a credit card that you'll get that. And will... you
3: get a hundred chicken sandwiches. Yeah, the value of a
6: hundred chicken sandwiches.
3: You know what? I'm just going to start bringing people in off the street until we find this this <laughs> toothpick bandit.
6: I'll show you. I'll show you a picture of him, Ron, so you can take a look. Maybe it, maybe it's your neighbor.
3: Do you have a artist's caricature drawing of him?
6: No, we actually have a, a video. Oh, you have the video, so yeah, you really do
3: know what he looks like.
6: Security cameras. Boom! I love it. We haven't got him now.
3: Don't go to son of a gun. <laughs> if you're the guy, try to steal. Yeah, if you're that guy, <laughs> no,
7: go to son of a gun. Go, go!
3: Don't I'm steal gonna, I'm gonna be waiting for you in the bushes. <laughs> My God! I'm gonna throw you in a burlap sack.
4: You're gonna wait with a burlap sack to throw over them?
3: Mm-hmm. We need more people
6: like you Ron, in our lives. I'm very vigilant. So, let okay. me get back to the yeah, tomato sauce. To the tomato I sauce I want, yeah, I don't want yeah. it to burn, but yeah. basically, uh, you know, I added the tomatoes to the garlic already, and now it's we're It's looking gonna, beautiful. We're basically going to let this- wonderful. Thank you, thank you. We're going to let this kind of come up to heat, and okay. then we're going to turn it down and cook it for only like 20 or 30 minutes, because uh, we're not making like a Sunday gravy. We're just making a quick pomodoro sauce. Right. And then uh, after it's turned down, then we're going to season it, and I think that's one of the- and eventually,
3: points. what are you going to do with this Pomodoro sauce?
6: I mean, it's it's in our eyes, it's kind of the mother sauce of John and Vinny's restaurant. You know, we use it for braising the meatballs. We use it in making our uh, different kinds of tomato uh, but you would sauces never that we use at the restaurant. But you would never pour it
3: in a glass straight from the pan and just drink it like a milkshake.
6: I mean, there's days that I want to do that because it's that delicious. But, uh, you know, my biggest... Thing is they that they always hate is i always like to come and dip the bread in it because i don't like that, do that yeah
3: that's not sanitary <laughs> <laughs> that'll get you a d it,
6: it would get you a d it for sure but, d. yeah so sometimes i just put a little bit in a cup and i walk around with you know a chunk mm-hmm. of bread it's similar to drinking it of course so that's it it's a very basic tomato sauce anybody can make it at their house you know you can start with good ingredients and uh you know, then you got a good base to being able to do a lot of other cool And how
3: how long will that sauce keep? A year?
6: Uh well if you jar it, you could make it and then re jar it. But if um, I just
3: keep it on the kitchen counter?
6: Oh no, you need to cool it down, keep it out in temperature danger zone, keep it in your refrigerator.
7: So don't keep it in the backyard.
6: Uh unless you got a fridge back there. Okay. Or or
7: if you live somewhere where it's very cold and like Montana. Like yeah. Montana. You and keep it outside of Montana. And it's mm-hmm. the winter. Okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes
3: um, when this we this get... is confusing. This is why a lot of
7: people aren't cooks.
6: I, it, what's crazy about it is, it's not really that hard, but it's very intimidating for so many people.
3: So it looks like it's 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 sizzling rather nicely. Can can we try some of the pomodoro sauce? Yeah,
6: here? let me just turn it down, and okay. I'm going to season it with. Uh, I like to use kosher salt, and I kind of balance it. We okay. actually all should taste it, make sure it tastes oh.
3: correct. I would love to.
6: Just be careful, Ron. It's really hot. It's so.
3: nope. Just I'm take it slowly. Totally.
6: Totally. Right. Oh, ow! It is hot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I told you. Oh, I, I thought you were joking. You okay? Oh. Vin, get him a glass of water. Help him out.
3: Oh, my God. It's scalding hot. That's the. Like, I thought you meant medium hot. Oh. <laughs> it is delicious, though. Are
4: you okay? Mm. I,
3: I hate can,
6: when that uh, happens when you burn your tongue, because then it's like you can't taste you can't really anything yeah. for like anything. a week. Ooh.
3: Oh, yeah. Let, let's let that cool down. For sure. I think it needs just a little bit more salt. A little more salt, maybe some cinnamon. No cinnamon. Oh, cardamom. No cardamom. Nutmeg.
6: No nutmeg.
3: N- Turmeric. <laughs> no, never mind. Just you're salt. going, you're going you, Middle Eastern for, like every, for profiles on
6: us. I feel just like salt. you named like every spice
3: you know, Ron. Yeah, that, that's it. The <laughs> four <laughs> spices. That's all I have in my spice rack. Do you ever do this? I've noticed. In restaurants, one of the one of the things is to offer truffles, and they'll shave truffles over a dish, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You pay extra, and yeah, and a truffle mm-hmm. is a exotic uh, um, root fungus, yeah. fungus
2: mm.
7: like a mushroom, like a yep. mushroom,
3: same the, family. Yep, same
2: family.
7: Discovered by pigs, yes. typically. Now typically, they use dogs as well. Now they do dogs. dogs because the pigs were eating them. Those Those pigs. Those pigs. Well those pigs aren't living anymore. Wow.
3: (sighs) Somebody ate that pig. Those pigs are now on your Western bacon cheeseburger. That's right. Yes. (laughs) They are. Um do you guys ever shave your leg hairs and just braise it over someone's dish?
6: Ron, no. Come on now.
3: Okay. Gross. I. you know, there's gourmet I mean you never know what's it's so funny. Hair is such
6: a sensitive thing when it comes yes. to hair, but there's so many worse things I think that could be found
7: in food. <clears throat> hair is
6: really not. What are nothing. the
4: worst like, stories in terms of what you guys have heard found in food?
7: Well, random things kind of happen at the restaurant where you can't kind of prevent it. Right, Where the dishwasher washes a pan uh-huh. with a steel wool and a piece of the steel wool gets caught in the rivet of the God. pan. And then when they go to make the right. sauce or something – it falls into the sauce, and it's it's happened to us, and right. it's a it's a honest mistake. Oh, but of course, no, people, I mean, people think like, you're trying to kill them, but I then
6: <laughs> you get you get like random ones. Like we had somebody emailed the restaurant a picture of a four inch uh, nail, rusty nail, in the and you're <laughs> <Okay>. like, "There's <laughs> you're not like, okay. a rusty nail at all in this building," right. you this know, building, like right. I know that's not from us, Um yeah. but it's all part of it.
3: Does yeah. anyone ever find, like, a uh, lost piece of jewelry mm, in a dish?
6: No, typically not.
3: But if you were, is that, like, finder's keepers? Uh,
6: if I if don't someone know. said, oh, I my mean,
3: gosh, my engagement ring, I found it. Like, <laughs> nope, sorry, bub, this is ours I now. I mean, if
6: you're dumb enough to let your engagement ring fall into the sauce, I think it's finder's keeper. Exactly. There we go. Just so you know.
3: You know what? Carolina is a terrible cook.
4: <laughs> I'm not great. I'm not great. I... Cook alone a little bit, but...
3: And I always say, cook with someone else. Make it more fun, mm-hmm. right? Don't cook alone. I agree. Don't cook that's, alone. That's why yeah. I got Vinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't
7: cook alone.
4: I mean, yeah, I cook... I can cook, like, eggs and toast
7: and... <laughs> Who can?
3: Who can't? I mean... All right, now yeah. you're ganging up on me a little I bit. I can cook cereal. <laughs> I can Run. cook Ritz crackers out of a box. I mean,
4: I'm doing my work time. I can time. cook an I... apple
3: that I... Got out of the refrigerator.
4: I don't think it's like that necessarily. I mean, I, it takes a lot of time and effort.
3: <coughs> Sorry. Ron, are you getting a cold? <clears throat> I, um, I might be coming down with something, yes. Yeah. Is Pomodoro sauce good for fighting the common cold?
7: The garlic is. The, the garlic, garlic, you yeah. get
3: a lot of vitamin C from the tomatoes. Just make some garlic water.
7: Oh, yeah. It's very
3: good. I might make some garlic water. We have so much garlic left. Yeah, a <laughs> lot of garlic. We've got a we've lot got garlic. of garlic. <laughs> this is good for <laughs> Which garlic. is fine because we've there's been a lot of vampire sightings in
7: this neighborhood <laughs> as well, so we can uh we can
6: use it to keep people you, on keep the keep
3: people away.
7: Um I put the garlic with the bones that you're finding by the <gasps> tracks. Right. The small That
3: would yeah. be garlic. garlic
6: bone broth. Bo- wow. Bone broth. Off. You're to something.
4: All I of our vampire kid, sightings have been by Ron, though, when he says there's been a lot in our neighborhood.
3: I believe Ron. I'm up at odd hours when a lot of people aren't out. Yeah. Yeah. So so are we in the restaurant business and yeah. I, sure, you know, so. Who is, and I'm going to ask you this last question. We'll let you guys go. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for coming by. Oh, it was
6: nice to see you, Ron.
3: And uh, who's the
7: biggest celebrity you are most excited to serve?
3: Mm. The one that we're
7: looking most forward to, and we hope it happens, is... Let me guess. Kid Rock. Totally. No. 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 I think uh, Nobu Matsuhisa. Oh. He's our unicorn. Yeah. And you have served him, or you're waiting to serve him? We're waiting. We're waiting.
6: Yeah. We go eat at his restaurant like once a week and ask him to come in, but he hasn't come.
7: Wow. Mm. Yeah. He's our guy. Will you scream like small
3: uh, (laughs) school children? (laughs) I might. In the back of the house? I mean, whenever when you hear we he's see here? him at
7: his
6: restaurant, we're like, man, that's like a unicorn sighting.
3: We get excited. Don't scream at your employees. No. To, oh, no to, don't but... get too tense if he does come by. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
6: For sure. We well, ask we ask him every time we see him. So it's only just a matter of time.
3: I guess the pressure's on Nobu to come by Yeah. and pay homage to the great John and Vinny. Yep. Come that's by, Nobu. That's what needs to happen. We need to get Nobu by and we need to get the, the toothpick bandit. Mm-hmm. We gotta catch. We gotta catch, and I need those 100 chicken sandwiches. Hey, I would get them all at one, <laughs> one sitting. That's mm-hmm. what I would do. But I think I would lay them all in my bed and roll around <laughs> in gonna, them. I want to a decent proposal. <laughs> On that note, we'd like to say thank you, thank you guys, John and Betty, thank you so much for, Eddie, right. for thanks, coming guys, by. All right, all right, thank all right. you, thank you. so much.
4: If you find yourself in the Los Angeles area, please check out some of John and Vinny's amazing restaurants, Animal, Son of a Gun, John and Vinny's Pizzeria, Trois Mec, Petite Trois, Trois Familia, and Kismet.
1: Whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks,
3: This is Ron Burgundy. You're listening to the Ron Burgundy Podcast, and here are my final thoughts. This one, you know, we thought we were going to have A-Rod. In yeah. It. it didn't pan out. And yet, of course, we also had some extenuating circumstances we had to deal with. We had a a live bee.
4: There was a live bee in the studio In today. the studio,
3: and it created a little bit of havoc. And, mm. um, and yet, at the same time, a couple things happened. Just just by talking about A-Rod and sharing his essence, Mm -hmm. uh, relating stories about him, I felt like he was here. I felt like even though he wasn't here, I could feel him sitting in that chair across from me.
4: I felt very much that he wasn't here. I
3: think A-Rod would have been proud of today. And when he listens to this, he's going to have a Big old fat smile on his face. Will
4: he listen to this though?
3: And say, Ronnie, you did me right. Yeah. Also, in my final thoughts, I'd like to recognize that cooking is to life what breathing is to.
4: Do you have something?
3: No. Gosh. I should write it out ahead of time.
4: You have the first part down. And I,
3: I just think it's going to flow through me. And mm, it, it stops just it short. It never does. It's not like one out of 20. It just never does.
4: It hmm. happens.
3: Well, it does happen.
4: This time at least you stayed in the room instead of leaving mid-sentence. Right,
3: right. Nope. Learning every day. Mm-hmm. Learning every day. Uh, well, I think today... I overcame a massive fear of bees.
4: You definitely did.
3: I went from wanting to shut this place down Mm -hmm. and run out, take my pants off and pull the fire alarm, to just accepting the fact that that bee is one of God's beautiful creatures.
4: Absolutely.
3: And even though you did nothing but sit there helplessly while your boss was... In the grips of terror.
4: I think I, you know, tried. I overcame
3: that. I was the bigger person.
4: I don't think I was the smaller person, but.
3: So, I think in summation, even when you don't have A-Rod or you have a wild African bee staring at you mm-hmm. on the tip of a microphone. Mm-hmm. And you want to maybe just go home and call it a day. It's worth persevering.
4: So this episode was about perseverance. It's about perseverance. Great.
3: Okay. And the feeling you get when you hear the crack of the bat, right? You wouldn't know. But you know who would?
4: A-Rod. A-Rod.
3: Thank you for listening. This is Ron Burgundy. Have a pleasant good night. The Ron Burgundy Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio Podcast Network and Funny or Die. I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm the host, writer, and executive producer. Carolina Barlow is my co-host, writer, and producer. The show is also produced by Whitney Hodak, Jack O'Brien, Miles Gray, and Nick Stumpf. Our executive producer is Mike Farah. Our consulting producer is Andrew Steele. Our associate producer is Anna Hosnier. Our writer is Jake Fogelis. Our production supervisor is Colin McDougall. This episode was engineered, mixed, and edited by Nick Stumpf. Until next time, this is Ron Burgundy.